Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Tonight I got Rush and Logan here with me. We already touched up on our USFL power rankings a little bit, but we're kind of going to do a more refined version. There's been some, I guess, big events that have occurred since then. Uh, J.M.R. Smith is out for the season uh, with a, a ring finger issue. Uh, the Stallions have signed Kyle Slaughter, which is massive news. Their quarterback room just got like even better they got better as a whole. They brought in Michael Petway as well um, to kind of replace that Marlon Williams loss in week one. But um, regarding kind of our power rankings, I guess, um, Logan, did you want to go first here and kind of give us your new or maybe updated power rankings leading into um, week two? And then I think my power rankings are going to stay kind of similar. Um, at number eight, I'm going to keep the Maulers. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they did not look good. Um, number seven, I'm going to keep it as the Gamblers. Yeah. I think they also just... Looked abysmal, yeah. one-dimensional. <laughs> um, and then it's got to be the Generals. Ten points until yeah. you see otherwise. They can't move up. They have upside, though. Yeah, they definitely do have upside. There's something there. Um, but, you know, just scoring ten points, and they lost, so... Then I'm probably gonna go with the Breakers. Um, I know they won, but you know they did not. They did not look good to the last really quarter of that game. Last drive, yeah. honestly. So just field goals, just sloppy play. You know, we we saw the quarterback. Um, Same again, McCloyd Bethel Thompson. Bethel Thompson. Yeah, we saw him kind of you know get his shit together towards the end, but the, the first half you, you just you can't do that. Five of twenty. Yeah, you, you can't do that. It's just not a winning formula. But second half, you could tell he turned it up. Just you know, flip the switch. Um, so maybe there's upside there. You know, if, if you can play like that the whole time, then yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, next, I probably have the Showboats. I think that's even though they lost, but they put up twenty three points. Twenty three points lost. against the Stars, and the Stars are a pretty good team. Um. I think that's fair. Um, that's what that's five teams, right? Yeah. So I think now this probably is where the Stallions go. You know, I, I like Kyle Slaughter. I, I like Magoo, but losing Jamar does hurt. It does. It does. He's really he's pretty. He's he's good and, for this league. He is good. And I think my um, my last power ranks I had Stallions on one. Same. But. You know, it's, we got to see it changes things. You got to see a sample size with Alex Magoo as the premier starter. See what these other guys can do. Kyle Slaughter maybe comes in and does something, but you kind of fit it on the head there. Jam the loss of Jamar Smith is fucking massive. It does take a massive dent in uh, I guess what they're gonna do offensively, but they'll have to adapt or die. And these next two uh, Panthers and Stars, I don't know how to rank this. I like the Stars. They have Case Cookus. They have the best quarterback in the league. But the Panthers have Breland Speaks. Josh Love is not bad either. Yeah. So, Breland Speaks to me is like the Von Miller in this league. But Case Cookus is like the Joe Burrow in this league, you know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's definitely like a 1A, 1B type scenario. Mm. But, I mean... You can't go wrong with no. either right now. After what we saw week one... Definitely need to see some more games to see who's a true yeah. one. Some disparity in there. Need a more. We need more of a sample size for all these teams to like gauge them. But 
just based on week one performances, yeah. this is what this power rankings is based off of. But Rush, if you need a second to pull up the teams and such, uh, I'll give you that time. But what are your power rankings? And um, you are a Breakers guy. Uh, I think the uniforms attracted you more than anything. But mm-hmm. after uh, watching the first half live and then uh, me showing you kind of like the, the, the last bits of the game there, where they won the won the game on that last drive yeah. with you know Bethel Thompson kind of pulling his shit together the entire second half kind of actually led into a fucking touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts on that? And then maybe after that, give us your power rankings, which are you know go from eight to one, so worst to best. Yeah, I'd say that McLeod Bethel Thompson. I say that he was you know a little shaky at the beginning, but then give him know, the rust some, off. But then I think you know. Something changed at the halftime, you know, he probably was like, okay, I really need to start, you know. Completing some passes. I need to start actually progressing down the field. Yes. And he actually started building, uh, started actually throwing dimes from what I saw. Like, some of them he was actually throwing spot on. Like, I noticed when he had no running back in the backfield. And he was very selective with his passing, too. You could tell because most of the time that once... Whoever he passed it to, they were at least able to run a couple yards. So it wasn't just a catch, then get dropped immediately. Yeah. He was throwing them open, or Mm -hmm. they were open, and they were just getting yak. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad to hear that you actually were impressed by him down the stretch. He did throw for over 300 passing yards in that game. Not terrible that regarding that, plus the touchdown at the end. But what are your power rankings um, going from worst to best? So Based on what you've seen, again, we're not, you know... Football experts, but we're we're big football fans and a part of the show. We so. watched the New Jersey Generals highlights, correct? We didn't watch that, those highlights, and I know you didn't see that game wide. But the Stallions molly whopped us. <laughs> was it okay? Twenty. It was like twenty-seven to ten. ten. Yeah, but the Generals were nine and one last year, so you can't just throw them at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna be bottom three. Yeah. You know, ten points. That was the least points scored. Mm, well, starting off, I'll go with the Gamblers. Yeah. And so Gamblers last, at eight. The eighth. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. They're ten points. Just, that's fair. They, they, well, they scored thirteen. Oh. But oh, oh yeah, Houston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Houston. Houston. The, the Gamblers. Yeah, for sure. At eight, I see that one-dimensional looking. Yeah. Their quarterback yeah. play was bad. Got dominated by one player. Really yeah. speaks. Yes. I mean, their Defense offense was awful. Yeah. I mean, well, you even said it best. We were watching the highlights, and Logan said their D- their DC was not calling a good game. Yeah. He was outcoached. So coaching concerns for the Houston Gamblers, sure. mm-hmm. I think, are why they're at eight there, Rush. But next, I'll go... So it's seven. What do you, who, who are we seven, thinking? Seven, I'll go Maulers. Respectable. Maulers <laughs> on that. Quarterback play was awful. Yeah, um, that's the easy bottom two right yeah, there. Yeah, easy bottom two. And honestly, and the sad thing is the Maulers improved from last year. They were 1-9 and nine last year. I actually think they can maybe win four games this year if they get their shit together. But I don't know. I really don't know. They looked bad. They looked worse than the Gamblers, but the only reason why I see you putting the Gamblers lower is just because I, either or. Maybe, maybe, maybe the gam- or uh, the Maulers beat the Gamblers. Yeah. But other than that, Gamblers just honestly kind of remind me of like the longest yard team. 
Like, similar they uniforms. Just, they have they clean uniforms. They are though. clean, yeah. But like they're nice uniforms, but when you really look at them play as a team, there's really nothing there to be honest. Like there's no damn. That's true. There's no chemistry there. No. You watch it play, and then you you kind of see that with the Maulers as well. There's no chemistry. Mm-mm. Like it's just a squad thrown together. Yeah. yeah, honestly. And for your number six, what what do we got there? So you have at eight the gamblers, and then at seven the pan uh, the maulers. Excuse me. For number six would be for number six. That's where I put the generals. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, that's, ten points. That's where I'd put the generals at that point. I want to see Dakota Prukup start though. Prukup did not look bad. Yeah. I like Granted Prukup. though, I haven't. Th- that is the one team I haven't seen play yet, as well as the Stallions. I haven't seen those two teams play yet, but I don't want to, like you said, I don't want to put them too low at the list, because if they're... They were good last year. They were good last year, and if they retained any of, the, of what they had they, last they, year... Right? Yeah, they have a ton of returning players, and okay, their coaches yeah. come in, but their coach came back that... It was just they lost a couple pieces. They lost Cavante Turpin, who's in the NFL now, and then they lost Luis Perez to the XFL. They're throwing quarterback. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it looks like right now they have two runners at yeah. quarterback, so I don't know what that situation is going to look like. They could bring in Brian Scott, who's another free agent. Hopefully if the USFL hears that, they will. But so, continue. Houston Gamblers, Pittsburgh Maulers, New Jersey Generals, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with... Panthers there. The Panthers? Panthers. Okay. I'm putting the Panthers at four. Mm. Or. At five? Yes. Yes. No. Because Generals are. No, Generals are six, correct? Generals are six, yeah. So at five, you would put the Panthers? Five, I am putting the Panthers. Do you think it's because they played probably the worst team? They looked so good and they're inflated? Yeah. Okay. I think, in all honesty, Logan, you said it earlier when we were watching it as well. Like, you just said it was basically handed to them. It was. It, it, it really like, was. It, I mean, Josh Love was very impressive, though, and I don't want to take anything away yeah. from the pure domination. Oh, yeah. But you are right, though. Maybe they are inflated. Well, maybe we'll have to see I it. I don't want to say... Facts. Like, I... Because, like, putting them five is still very, like, decently low on the list. You know? Yeah, like, there's only eight teams. Exactly. So... Like, I'm not trying to say that they're terrible. No, yeah. I'm just saying they never really got an actual challenge. Yeah. Okay. They, they I respect got, that. They still have to prove it first. Yeah, exactly. Because they were, they they were terrible last year. They something to prove there. They were 3-7 and seven last year. Yeah, and like, granted, they did win the game, so I mean, that shows a little bit of something. Like, okay, yeah, they can win, but granted, the, this was... The Gamblers. This was the Gamblers, a team that, like, we just said... Again, they were 3 No chemistry, and... Literally just got Hicks, their quarterback. Fumbles. Both their teams quarterback were th- just got destroyed. Yeah. Both teams in season one were three and seven. So there's <laughs> something something to keep in mind, excuse me. Now, number four, I'll go with breakers. Your team? Yeah. I'll go with breakers there. I'm not saying they're the best, nor am I saying they're the worst, but from what I saw you think that they can win and they have the upside to get to the playoffs? Because top four teams is what th- those are playoff teams. Yeah. yeah. On on this on these USFL power rankings, those, I can those see are playoff them, teams. You know, they were in the get, playoffs last year. Yeah. They were six exactly. and four. I can see them. You know, 
kind of building up, getting somewhere. But I, I just hope that it's all. You just hope it's cleaner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just hope that it all comes. Work out the kinks. You know, yeah. week one, no preseason. Training camp, and honestly, their quarterback does look like a good passer, so mm-hmm. he looks I, like a veteran, like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he definitely knows what he's doing. He has his head on straight. So, number four is the Breakers, mm-hmm. and who's your top three here? Number three, I'm going, and keep in mind, the Stallions did. I don't know if you know, Jamar Smith was the starting quarterback for the Stallions. His first throw was a 73 yard touchdown pass of the season, yeah. he's out for the year. So just something to keep in mind. But they did bring in Cal Slaughter. I know you I know you know who that is. He's actually a former Breakers quarterback. He went six and four with them and lost in the playoffs with them last year. Mm-hmm. He's now on the former championship team, a division rival as quarterback number fucking three. Mm-hmm. So kind of an interesting story there, but they did replenish the quarterback room slightly. But just something to think about. Maybe three is the Stallions, but I don't know what you're thinking here. I'm putting Showboats at three. Yes, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I forgot about them. They're not. They're not top two. I'm putting Showboats at three. The um, you actually just reminded me about the Stallions, and I still have to list them. So uh, the re- and when you said that, I was thinking about putting them a little bit lower on the list, probably swapping them at number four, or number or number five. You know, mm-hmm. just due to that handicap. Yeah. Because you said that was like their starter. And they also lost their wide receiver, Marlon Williams, torn Achilles. But they did bring in the Michael Petway who played for the Panthers last year. Michigan Panthers. Yeah, two starters, yep. Yeah, so they're down they're down two two handicapped. But they did like I said, they did bring in guys already to replace those starters. Okay. So Michael Petway, a tight end who's kind of a wide receiver convert, he's been brought in, and then Kyle Slaughter's been brought in. So they've replenished ranks. Mm-hmm. I don't know about skill level, though. Yeah. That's just another thing you got to watch and see on the field. Mm-hmm. But I like that three showboats. They put up a good fight against the Stars. Yeah, the showboats, the, I, I enjoyed that game as well, you know. Uh, I think it was really good between the both of them, just offensively and defensively. Granted, though, I will say, Brady White throwing that pick. <laughs> just, uh, just Channing Stribling. Yeah, to number eight. That was uh, bad. Luck. That was his only, like, like honestly, only, his yeah, only error. That, that really up. was his he only error. Uh, but just, it's moments like that that can actually even just decide the mm-hmm. game. It can. It, yeah. You make that decision in fourth quarter, that could literally that but change of possession. That was their just opening drive. Even even for example, the uh, the gamblers like the like the first we watched the highlights before this podcast. The first couple of possessions they were competing. They were mm-hmm. it was what they were they're winning right. Yeah, they were up nine, nine to six. six. Yeah, and then and then um, Bahari right Bahar. Yeah, Kenji Bahar. Kenji Bahar threw that pick and then game's over. And then, yeah, right and then there. Michigan scored and that's it. Momentum, yeah. momentum was shifted and. There's, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Just imagine if he actually scored and that right. momentum got to carry throughout exactly. the game. Who knows how Their his game, game would have yeah. turned out? Bit. Who, who knows what his game would have been then? Yeah. That's if why he had scored that. That's why any of that kind game. of turnover is yeah. just it's brutal. it's brutal because it changes the, the whole momentum and, and fate of the what game. Was the, what was the game we had just watched? What, was it that game? It was the Breakers game. The Breakers game where, where we just watched where we saw. Either the quarterback got through the pick, and then his entire just 
play style or whatever just changed. Yeah. Like the entire course of the game just basically That's changed. That's what Tom said. I don't, I don't think he threw a pick. I don't think he threw a no, pick. No, it wasn't that game. It was, I think it was one of the ones before. The break oh, Brady was, White. No, we're talking about Brady White with yeah, the showbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he threw that, that atrocious it. pick, yeah. and then he had two really good touchdowns. He had yeah. over 200 passing yards. Solid 13 games, unanswered points in the, in the second half. They almost won. Solid game. But if they scored on that opening drive, like you were just mentioning, Rush, if he didn't throw that pick, if he didn't throw that pick, they were you know up 7-0 at that point. Yeah. Things are different. They lost 27-23. Yeah, they lost 27-23. They would have won that game if they had those extra six, seven points on the board. Yeah. You're right there. But who's your other? Uh, who's at number two here? I mean, you got the stars and the stallions left. Um, I imagine you're going to have the, sta- the Stallions here with the recent news of roster changes. Yeah, I'm going to have the Stallions at number two with those just due to, like you said, they have the ranks replenished. We just don't know to- about, yeah. towards anything about skill. We, we know have to see them put, we have to see them actually put into action, play a game maybe or two, you know, to actually yeah. show them, and especially depending on what team they're going against. Because if yeah. it's just another Houston Gamblers game, Gonna be well, moments. again, they were, played a respected team in the it's generals. Be practice, yeah. basically. That was nine and one last year. They didn't expect them to only score ten points, but they also played really good. I mean, they got good players. Yeah, I will say this: they since last year they're twelve and one. Like is, um, they've only lost one fucking game, and it was to Kenji Bahar and the Houston Gamblers. Correct. Yeah, okay. they lost to Kenji Bahar so, week ten um, last year. The Gamblers or the general quarterback last year was Luis Perez, right? Luis Perez and DeAndre Johnson. So Luis Perez is not there, and you see that absentness in the throwing game because DeAndre is not a premier pocket passer. He's more of that, I'm going to run first. I like Prukup, though. Prukup is not bad. He looked good. He looked good out there. Is he the quarterback for Generals? The Generals have a two-quarterback setup, like the Stallions. They have two guys coming in and out at all times. Mm -hmm. So those are the only two teams in the league that do that. And they both went 9-1 last year, and we Mm -hmm. talked about this a little bit on our other USFL podcast episode. Is it a recipe that works in these leagues? Maybe, but the Generals did get mollywopped by the Stars yeah. in the Northern uh, playoff game last year. They didn't even like it was not even a game, um, and the Stars kind of went on a miracle run at six and four. Is the it, Stars defense just wiping out the Generals? Oh yeah, or? yeah. No, the Stars defense is they have good edge rushers and Adam Rodriguez. Shout out to him and uh, Sewell Jr. Generals Jr. just don't have the line to hold them. I don't think so. I, I I think it's more along the lines that, dude, I think Bart Andrews just out coaches Mike Riley every time they meet, bro. And these are old oh, really? these are old coaches that have met through different leagues and different time eras and they just they're having they're a fucking chess. They're playing chess out there with each other, bro. Yeah. And it's fun. It's it's cool and honestly the the Maulers and Breakers game was a chess mass in the second half. Fifteen, fifteen, at one point. That's a low-scoring defensive game, and you get to see that sometimes. And you'll get to see that maybe once a weekend in this league because some of these ge- some of these teams just don't have those offensive stars. Like they don't have those like those really good slot receivers. They don't have those premier ca- like pass catchers. And sometimes, like you see with the Gamblers, like I love Kenji Bahar, but like the quarterback play is just really yeah. bad. Like with mm-hmm. them and the Maulers. Uh, last year, it sucks because Clayton Thorson was the quarterback for the Gamblers last year. He was doing good, but they they literally, um, Caden actually likes the Gamblers, but in seven of their games, seven of their losses last year, they were leading in the fourth quarter. They gave up the game. Really? Yeah. They were good. Mm. They were good. But now they have Kenji Bahar, who had upside last year, but after week one this year, two picks, couldn't really do anything in the air. I, I don't know what to think about 
I don't know what to think about him right now, but um, I, I don't know. What, what did you guys think about Kenji Bahar? We can talk about him for a second. Uh, <laughs> I but didn't you, see any upside there. Before we go more in depth, so you have the Stallions at two and the Stars at one, Rush, for yes. your power rankings? Okay. And yes. Stars because Case Cook is offense. Uh, everything yeah, just, yeah, I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to Kenji Bahar, because we kind of did just watch him play Rush's breakers here. Um, what did you guys think about the Gamblers? They're playing the... Oh, gosh. Can, uh, Logan, would you mind pulling up Week two schedule? Um, apologies, I don't have that on hand. Um, but I believe they're the first game this weekend, and I'd like to see them win. I In my perfect system, not system, but in my perfect world, each team will start out like one and one. And one. Gamblers are the breakers. Okay, Rush, so... This is kind of a perfect little question for Rush here. Are you watching this game for the I'll, Breakers? I'll watch this okay. game for the Breakers. Um, second, what did you think about... Do you think the Breakers are going to have another kind of similar performance? And will it kind of prove... Or do you kind of have doubts about your team? Because they just played the Maulers, which on your power rankings was the second worst team in the league. And they barely won. Yeah. Like, let's get real. Um, even with a good stat performance by Bethel Thompson in the second half, over 310 passing yards, that's good. Yeah. That's fucking good. For a spring league, I don't care who the fuck you are, like, yeah. you're, that's an NFL stat line, 300 yards, you see fucking Tua or Jared Goff putting up those numbers. <laughs> like, that, and I'm not shitting on those guys at all. Like, that's, that's a lot of Jared yards. Jared is good. Is good that's, out, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. But what did you think about, I mean, Kenji Bahar and the Gamblers as an overall challenger to your team? Are you afraid? I wouldn't say I'm afraid. I'm just saying I think it's going to be a decently fair match. Kind of a similar score? 22-15? I don't think it's going to be that high. Oof. That's that's not good. If I can be honest. The only reason why I'm saying that is just because McLeod Bethel Thompson... Like, he did he sp- has, he no has his moments. Clean no, game. No diss to him. He has his moments and everything like that. It's just, if he comes out on the field and he plays exactly like how he did in the beginning, yeah, I think it's actually going to be very good for... Um, the Gamblers? Gamblers. I think it's going to well, be very Oh, yeah. Good. And especially since the Breakers' defense... It's good. It's good. It's good. It's better. It's the best defense in Season 1. It should. It has returning players. Like they were, they were holding the Maulers to shit. So to shit. I'd say that I'd say that at that point we probably hold them back. I mean, their their line from you have what? you have a good defensive line. Yeah, the thing is though is um, I think like I said though we'll be able to hold them back. Um, yeah, yeah. I honestly they don't threat you they don't they don't threaten you guys like offensively like unless they come out and start like troy williams Mm -hmm. but just to go over like their the breakers roster here i do kind of want to shout out some of their defensive player adonis alexander definitely a shout out to him cornerback but some of the guys that do actually kind of stand out a little bit or some of their um jordan brailford linebacker number 95 he was a he was wreaking havoc for you guys mm-hmm. like he's a tackle machine definitely just a shout out to some of those kind of 
good players for you. Maybe you didn't know their names, but yeah. definitely keep you your eye out for Grail for. Mm -hmm. He's he's good. Yeah. Like he's a he's like Frank Genda for the Michigan Panthers. He's just a pure tackling machine. I think you guys. I honestly, I don't want to disrespect any players in the Maulers, but I bro Madre London and Devin Gary, the running backs. Like shout out to those guys. They doing what they love, but they're not going to be able to do anything against the Breakers' defense on the run game. And if you put it up to James Morgan, uh, and you know, shout out to Troy Williams, but you're probably going to come in cold in this game. It's it's going to be a defensive game, like you said. It's going to be a low scoring, maybe nine to sixteen type of deal. Maybe it might actually surprise us, and maybe it's, there's some blunders on defense. You know, McCloy, you know, despite you know his stutter at the start, he looked impressive in yeah. play action. Like when he dropped back and had an empty fucking pocket. And he was dropping shit over the middle or doing comeback routes. Like, it was working. What do you what do you think about the offensive upside that you saw with Jonathan Adams and Johnny Dixon? You have good receivers. Oh, yeah. Indefinitely. I saw, from what I saw, I remember seeing... Sage Surratt is the tight it? end who was catching a lot of stuff as well. I remember they ran up... I want to say they were on the right side of the field. They and they did a comeback field. route? They ran up... No, they were running up the middle. And they were... I think the one was behind them and then one was on their left. They were both closing in. He was in the middle and he jumped up. Mm. And then there was one behind them and then Jonathan, cut through, Jonathan cut Adams. Through the little pocket. Jonathan Adams, I think. No, that was Johnny Dixon, number two. Shorter guy? Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Dixon. Mm -hmm. He's good. He was also fast. He was yeah, able he, to get he, he was, was able, he saw it, turned around, and immediately went for it and he actually made it a decent amount. You guys have good playmakers. Jonathan Adams is a ball like hawk. Yeah. He makes acrobatic catches. He had a really good Odell Beckham Jr. esque catch last year. That kind of like I don't know if he got any like practice squad call ups or anything, but definitely got him noticed in my eyes. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I see that consistently out of him. I know he has a couple drops here and there, but I, I genuinely respect like his game and honestly if you don't if you didn't know his name before now you do Jonathan Adams he's number eight I believe or number nine has a cool ass visor you won't miss him but overall who do you think's taking this one home you Stars. think the break oh no oh, the, wait the breakers versus I the gamblers about the seasons. oh the oh the the championship we're not gonna get there yet we'll do that week five because we want to see what the teams look like because if you're yeah. starting out zero and two you're pretty much already fucked so, as far as, I guess we can kind of run down the, our predictions for week two. Me and Logan, we already did our first set, but maybe our answers change now. though, for that game. But, Rush, we'll start with you and go, obviously, we just talked about the Breakers versus Gamblers, and you say you have the, the uh, Breakers here? I have the Breakers. And you said in a tight game, you would probably bet the under in this game, guys. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are betting out there, bet the under, probably in every stat line. Um, but I, I think uh, I think the Breakers will come away with this one as well. How about yourself, Logan? I also think the Breakers will win. There's, I, unless the Gamblers can not make mistakes. I, I will say this. The only reason I can see the Gamblers winning is if their starting running back, who averaged 100 yards a game for the first five weeks last year, Mark Thompson, comes in, and he was not active week one. We didn't get to see big Mark Thompson out there. He's a big man. He's a menace. Yeah. If he um, returns for this game, there might be some problems. But I think just 
Bethel Thompson is just a better quarterback, though. Yes. I think that's probably what it'll come down to. Is just cleaner quarterback play. I mean, who doesn't make the mistakes? Um, and Breaker's starting out 2-0. Yeah. Uh, in our not a bad start. Not a good start. That's a great start in a 10-week season, right? Yeah. But uh, what's the next game on Saturday, Lowe's? Yeah, we got uh, Memphis Showboats versus Birmingham Stallions, 7 p.m. Memphis versus the Stallion. Memphis versus Birmingham here. That's going to be a big game. I think it'll be good. What do we think here? I, I don't know. I kind of want to see where you guys that are gets at. Tougher. That gets tougher. Now that I think it's more equal now for yeah. the Showboats. I'm going to go with Memphis, honestly. They go one and one here, and they, they bring the Stallions back to mortality a little bit. Okay. That's hard to say. Yeah, Twelve and one since last yeah. year. I mean, that's that's a good team. That's a good. I, coach. I would I would bet on the Stallions. I'm betting over on this game. If if you guys are out there betting, then we'll probably I, do a little betting segment here on our game of the week, which is definitely the Stars game. But this is a tough one, though. I'm okay. I'm gonna I'll go first here. I I'm gonna go ahead and say the Stallions because I trust Alex Magoo. I also do trust Alex Magoo. I like him, uh, and I love Scooby Wright on defense, and they got. Um, they just got so many playmakers. Um, LaMichael Petway, who recent signing, he was really good for the Panther, Michigan Panthers last year. Like 22 catches, 357 yards, two touchdowns. Like he was good. Yeah. He just had shit quarterback. So now that you pair him with Alex Magoo, um, I, I think that that could do something. But I'm going to go with the Stallions here in a tight game. I don't want to say the Memphis Showboats start out 0-2 because they're better than that, but... Yeah, that's what I'm afraid like, of. <sighs> I think the Stallions will start out 2-0 more than the, the Showboats yeah. starting out 1-1. Uh, I think the Showboats being 0-2 is better than the Breakers being 2-0. I don't know. Like, I just they're, think the Showboats are a better team. Uh, I do too. I Dude, in the South? Y- yeah. Bro, the, oh, the South is kind of hot. The South is kind of hot. It just sucks if, if the struggles start 0-2. Like, that's, that's, that's tough. Like that's a hard like, hole they, to dig out they of. They have a good team. Like they have Alex Collins. You know, he was an NFL player. Brady White obviously made that mistake, but he turned up. Um, fucking John Franklin, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have guys there. But it's just, it sucks that they start 0-2. I think I'm, I want to go Birmingham as well. Probably still a safer pick. I do like Alex Magoo. But... The Showboats, I, I won't be surprised if they win. I think it is, is going to be a close game in the 20s, 27, 24, and something like that, 28, 23, something like that. They're in Birmingham, yeah. so they're going to have home field advantage with okay. the home crowd. They show up for that team. There's at least over 15,000 people in the stands for Memphis and Birmingham. I mean, these are two hubs that actually really enjoy yeah. this ball, so the home field actually does matter with these, these hub cities that actually contain the home team. Except the Canton teams, because no team is actually a Canton team in the league right now. But so yeah, no, I'm going Stallions. Logan's is Logan Stallions. Gonna yeah. go Stallions here. I'm Which going Stallions as well. Safer selection. That and also I just feel as if Brady White isn't. You he know, might make um, a mistake here yeah. again, and that's just gonna set you back. Yeah. And the next game, which actually starts Sunday, Sunday at, at one at one o'clock. It's the New Jersey Generals and the Pittsburgh Maulers. This, this is where I'm gonna make kind of like a maybe a bold pick here. Um, this there's a high chance the Maulers win this game. They scored more than the Generals did last week, but I actually am gonna probably. I I know earlier on in the week I was I said Maulers in this game, 
But I'm going to change my mind because we just watched the game tape. And I'm like, bro, they may not win a game. Like, they may go 1-9 again, bro. Um, but I just think the generals explode here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think Prukup maybe gets the nod to start. Yeah, he, he should. You know, he does what he has to do. And I, well, they just need to make some more signings. They might need to bring in Brian Scott, you know, if DeAndre Johnson isn't going to cut it because he looked abysmal in week one. Um, but I am going to put some faith in Mike Riley. Um, yeah, Darius Victor still. Yeah, like, Darius Victor's the leading rusher right now. He had a good game week one. He just couldn't carry the team to the victory, obviously. Maybe Kyle Oletta got some action. He was inactive week one, which no. was unfortunate. Yeah, he, uh, a little injury, a little calf thing. So I, I think he should be uh, if he's good to go. I'd like to see that because he's a good like he's he he was supposed to be their thrower. He was supposed to be their Luis Perez going in. So maybe that's what went wrong. They didn't have that scheme set up properly. But I'm gonna go Generals over the Maulers here. Again, my that game I switched. So I, I apologize for the Mauler fans out there. But Logan, how about yourself here? I'm also gonna take Generals. I think this one is either gonna be a blowout by the Generals or another ugly one. Yeah. Um, that I might just leave at halftime again. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but I, I think we already said it before, but the Generals, you know, they have potential. They have some guys there. So I, I like Crew Cup. Obviously, Darius Victor. So I think, and, and we were watching the Maulers game, and they were just getting ran on. Yeah. Like, so I think Darius Victor's probably in for a 100-yard day, maybe. So, yeah, I'm going to take Generals. That's just... Easier, better pick, safe pick. I wouldn't bet on the. I wouldn't bet on the Mallers. I'm probably betting under on this game though. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Just to be safe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but rush up by yourself. The generals are the Mallers here. <laughs> Twenty-five points scored collectively from the teams last week. <laughs> Bro, I gotta go Mallers. 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 Okay, okay, there we go. Mahlers. Okay. Why not? You know, yeah, right? it's just why a, not? Fuck it, they yeah. scored more points. <laughs> um, but the second We're game... Not even that, it's just... <laughs> Generals are right now, like, fourth in the fucking league. Or in the north. They're, yeah. They're last in the north. They are. Prukop only got 148 yards. Total? Yeah. Yeah. Rushing and throwing, or, or is that oh, just throwing? Oh wow, that's, that's okay. Well, he was, you know, they were splitting time, you know. Yes, that's true. Let what me, did DeAndre's look like? Let me let me check that. Actually, that's what I was going to check. I I know that Prukup did have that fumble. Twenty nine um, yards. Oh, so in total they got like hundred and seventy <laughs> something oh. yards in that game. Yeah. <laughs> like no. <laughs> Okay, that's okay, that's, that's a fair. That's, that's a very fair, fair selection. Maybe Ruben, oh, Ruben Foster too. Ugh. He's gonna have a good game. Uh, then, Field day, bro. Go, yeah, Ballers, right? Yeah. Ballers. Let me check what they had. Let me check. Um, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't, wasn't good. much better. It might actually be worse than it that. It might be worse. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Then at that point, I'm just. That, at that point, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just throwing <laughs> money out. Yeah. Again, <laughs> under, just, under, yeah. under, 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 under. Yeah. I, uh, 58 yards <laughs> for James Morgan. Troy Williams. <laughs> uh, I think he had less. <laughs> yeah. Connor Sampson. No, no, it was Troy Williams. Was it Troy Williams? Yeah, it was, was yeah, Troy Williams was in, right? Yeah, it was. Where is he? I think he had less. 
I, I do think he had less. I think he had like 9 to 12 yards. I got it right here, Rush. 23 yards. 23 yards. <laughs> yeah, that's not even 100 yards passing. Yeah. Okay, so I understand. Oh, wait, no, you, you no, took Ballers. No, no, I said yeah. Ballers, oh, so, so now you, you don't okay. under. Okay. <laughs> so All either right. way, bro. So just bet under. Don't yeah. do the winner. Just bet under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do winner. No, but I, it's, it's a wild But in all seriousness, I am going to choose the Generals yeah, here. I think I think they are going to win. Um, But what's the final game of Sunday? Final game, 7 p.m. Saturday, primetime. Michigan Panthers, Philadelphia Stars. Game of the week. Yeah, for sure. Game of the week. Um, This is a tough one. I'm going to upset Caden and change my pick here. I'm going Panthers here. I, I think they're going to prove that they are for real with Mike Nolan as their head coach. Um, and I think it's going to be a very good game. I think this is going to be obviously the highest watched game of the weekend. I hope so. Um, and I think this is going to be o- over 30 points each. I can see that happening here. Like just because of their offenses. They have so many weapons on each side. It, it's going to work. And I, I Or it could come down to it another 27-23 game, but... Um, I, I think it can generally go to like 33-30. Um, you know what? I know we said it before. You know, one team has the quarterback. One team has Breland Speaks. <laughs> Breland Speaks, bro. I, I'm going to go with the team that has a better defense, and that's the Panthers. Yeah. So I think that that's what it comes at. In, in these leagues, it's, it comes down to who has the best defense Um, in games. That is. Yeah. And um, especially the star power to yeah. back that up. And the Panthers have... Probably the best player in the league is Brilliant Speaks, in my opinion. Um, he, he's going off. He went off. I mean, him, him or him or uh, Roque, or not Roque, Ruben, uh, Ruben Foster. Foster. Yeah. Twelve tackles. It's, it's one of those football. two. Yeah, it's two NFL guys. It's one of those two for sure. But it's still cool um, to see. Yeah. Like, like it's it actually seems professional. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I don't. But we got the the Panthers for both of us. Yeah. Rush, how about yourself? Do you got the Stars winning this or the Panthers winning this one? I have the Stars. Stars, shit, yeah, it's very I fair. I have, all right. I have the stars because one, K- Case Cook is going with the quarterback. Yeah, he's just—he's honestly the best one to complete the passes out of any of the quarterbacks that I've seen. Yeah, in this entire most league, on talent for sure. Yeah, exactly, and also he's actually able to get it down the field. Right, and just he literally can, he just one field. You can get rid of it when it needs to be get rid of. Get rid mm-hmm. of like. It's unfortunate you didn't get to see JMR, and you haven't seen Alex Magoo. Those are other guys that have been like have that arm talent as well. Yeah, and Alex Josh Magoo for sure. Josh, Josh, uh, Josh Allen, Josh Love. He actually show, solid, he yeah. showcased that as a little bit too, in my opinion. I know it was against a lackluster team. I think his was two two thirteen. Yeah, two thirteen, three case. touchdowns. Yeah, Case Cook has had a similar stat line, three touchdowns as well. So, I think this will be either like a really tight scoring game or this might just be a fucking shootout bro like whoever has the ball last is winning but either selection should be a fun game though honestly I'm betting over on this like I'm betting over on this game if you're betting on this at all um, I think this is definitely game of the week so like definitely it's in prime time and if you are like I guess the average better out there just tuning in some names I recommend, like genuinely. Corey Coleman is on the yeah. Philadelphia Stars. Over. Pick. Over. Over. He had a good first game. He's only going to get hotter. Chris Rowland, slot receiver, number 12 rush. You saw him get that touchdown yeah. where he d- put the fucking skirts on that guy. Mm-hmm. Trey Quinn as well. Yeah, Trey yeah, Quinn Panthers. on the Panthers. Yeah. Um, and then you have, obviously, uh, Joe Walker, who had a good 100-yard good game. I don't know if he can repeat it. 
But, you know, depending on his stat line or his parlay, I would go over on him. And then Breland Speaks, I'd go over. Yeah, former like, second-round pick for the if, Chiefs. If there the is East. that selective parlay, that's if you have if you can bet on the defense or anything like that. Fox Sports uh, betting isn't legal in Florida, so we can't actually bet on the USFL. But if you are able to, I, those are just some names from this game that I would like keep an eye out for, yep. and that should sway your choices on your betting. Um, but... As far as, I actually want to, I know it's kind of a longer USFL episode, and I apologize, boys, but I kind of wanted to ask you guys, uh, like, a legit question. We've all seen at least one XFL, or two XFL games. I've seen a bunch um, this season, and they're coming back for a season two. Confirmed already? Yeah, it's confirmed. Um, what do you guys think about these two leagues? Are they going to be able to coexist? Are they going no. to merge? One's, one's which, gonna win. And which is better to you? I just think the USFL is a finer product. Like they actually care about the product and the players. Yeah. And the presentation. Just every, everything is more cleaner, more professional. XFL, I mean, I know it's year one. You're going to have that year one kinks. But um, honestly, I, I can see the league falling through the next, within the next season. But like before the season even starts, because I think players are probably gonna want to play in the USFL. I can see that um, too. So I don't know, but I don't think they'll be able to coexist. The one's gonna have to win over the other, and I think it'll be the USFL. But who knows? Maybe the XFL comes out next year and bring in some star player or yeah. whatever. I don't know, but we'll see how it ends up. But it's it's if they do end up merging, it'll be interesting to see how that works. Would they just be you know sixteen teams now? It'd be cool, you know. It would be interesting. So um, I don't know. That's that'd, that'd be smarter, in my opinion. I know the leagues take place in different times, but it would be smarter. They'd have, they'd expand the season. But Rush, what are your thoughts on? I guess not. I, I don't know if you've seen an XFL game. Um, I haven't seen any of the XFL games, so I can't really say uh, anything on XFL. But I will say that. What are your thoughts on the USFL? I mean, initial thoughts. I like it, to be honest. I think you asked me whenever I first watched it. I think that it's like... I think what I said was, like, it kind of reminds me a little bit of college at the same time. Because, like, it's not like you're seeing all, like, the NFL plays and everything like that. But at the same time, you're still seeing... Yeah, exactly. You're still seeing football. It's spring football, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And... I also agree with Logan in a little bit of, like, you know, I don't think two leagues like this will be able to exist. That's, like, basically create... It's, like, as if there was another NFL or something like that. It would have to... It wouldn't last. Mm -hmm. Well, in a sense, that's kind of what happened to the USFL back in the 80s and the, the XFL time and time again. But I guess we'll have to see which route they go and, uh... Week two is coming up, and you guys obviously heard our predictions and stuff for the USFL, but uh, if you guys want some more content on that, we'll definitely be doing our recap of week two, as well as our predictions for week three, and then more power ranking episodes, and maybe some player analysis, but uh, Rush and Logan, thank you guys for uh, you know hopping on this episode, it's greatly appreciated, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this USFL Power Rankings 2.0 episode. We hope you guys have a great evening. Thank you. Episode.